for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Um, so are we just are we just going with it now? Straight in. Just like, so it's pure content. It's 100% content, 100% of the time. No bullshit. None. Right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm discounting this bit, which I guess. Yeah. But from now, 100% content. So people, they they will have listened. Fuck that, because I said from now, it's going to be 100%. This is content. Oh, no, it's not. You've misunderstood. Sorry, go on then. You, You show me. Well, ho, ho, here we are back again for another That's a Shame Wednesday That's episode exact- of content. <laughs> this is lies. <laughs> it's um, the way you do it as much as what you're talking about. It's the about. 97th episode. I know. God, imagine that. 97. What an age to reach. It's, uh, yeah. Prestigious. I'd be pretty gutted. What, to reach the age of 97? And then not reach 100. Oh, yeah, that'd be fucking dreadful. It'd be an absolute I'd be piss furious take. on my deathbed. My last words would just be... <laughs> Come on, come on, life. <laughs> yeah, um, but, but yeah, we we're, we're trying a sort of thing, aren't we? Where we're not going to do the proper introduction. Yeah, it's going well. I've noticed. Yeah, well, we, you can't so you far. can't just launch into that. You've got to at least the first time because I've heard some podcasts do just start with like do 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 do. I was there on the horizon watching this true crime yeah, take place. I don't place. listen to any of those. <laughs> no, <they're> poor. <laughs> do you remember that time? Just as a brief aside, when we were doing. <laughs> research for this show <laughs> and by the way i think i mean me and i downloaded one episode of the top 100 podcasts oh, yeah. and i've been i'm still not finished because so many of them are so objectionably bad mm. they're all basically the same show but you just you take out the nouns and you maybe adjust the meter of like how funny they think it is when a young woman gets murdered oh and that's basically right. and that's the, the only yes yeah. It's just a slide rule. Yeah, yeah, and that's basically the whole thing. So, I mean, let's let's not do quite no. that level of intro. But now I feel we've warmed people up. They're yeah. back in the mute. In the mute. <laughs> that's a cross back between in the mute. mood and newt, I'm afraid. <laughs> back in the mute. A moody newt. <laughs> Um, and here we go. What? Why don't you introduce today's content piece? Well, one of interestingly. One of we already introduced it, did we not? Yeah, what that what I meant was reintroduced. Okay, yeah, well, you you didn't really specify. I thought that. it was implied. Because I was going to start by saying we introduced, like, we, uh, te- we teased this bit of content uh, on Sunday. That's pretty professional to tease things. Exactly. It yeah. shows foresight. It does. So this is what we're calling, because that's what it's called, <laughs> the Disney 4. Wow. And will there be a special Disney jingle? Uh, well, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Were you just waiting? Let me just put a note there. Okay. Jingle not found. Yeah, so um, on Sunday we mentioned that uh, friend yep. of the show, super con. A Fots. He's a Fots. <laughs> a friend, friend of the, of the show. show and super con. Fots ass. Yeah, that's That him. sounds dreadful. <laughs> that's One definitely a slur in one language. Um <laughs> kangaroo he had uh partaken in and he was interestingly the only Very person i've seen oh, on no. my twitter. it's blown up on mine now oh, has it yeah there are a bunch but i'm kind of embroiled in disney twitter so oh, of course it was yeah. bound to happen sooner or later but yeah he was very much on the the early adopting mm. list yes who he took part in this trend called the hashtag disney for yeah. and it's that you post four images because that's the maximum that twitter will allow you for one tweet um and also it's a nice it is a round number Mm. isn't it um it gives that nice little windowed shape yeah Um, a window you could say 
into your soul. Exactly. I was hoping you were going to yeah, pick no, up on I that did, I did, you know, I did. ball that I kind of tossed up very easily. And then for I you. caught it because it was a bit of a bad throw without much setup. I caught it mm. and I sort of roped it in, yeah. swung it straight back. Only a for, bad throw because you an ace. often aren't paying attention. But anyway, wow. what we what what, I have, what these four pictures are uh-huh. are pictures of Disney characters yep. from any of Disney's plethora of media. Mm-hmm. Um, and franchises, different animation styles, and they represent who you are, who Mm. you believe yourself to be, who you relate to, Uh and generally just the big moods. Yeah, the four big moods or defining characteristics. Some, between the cracks of those four images, lies some amalgam of your personality Mm. swimming through that veiny gap. Okay. So what we said we would do um, was we'd prepare four, our own Disney fours, yeah. but then also prepare a four for the other. Uh-huh. Because often what you think of yourself <laughs> isn't necessarily Weird. what others think of you. And uh-huh. so I'm sure there'll be at least maybe one crossover. I doubt that. But, uh, you know, it, it'll be an interesting insight. And yeah. you know, so basically we'll end up with, you know, at most a, a Disney eight. And that will be... Well, I think I'll probably violently object to most of the ones you've chosen for me. That doesn't mean that they don't still apply. No, but no, because what we choose is how... You remember when Harry put on the hat? Right. And it goes, Hello, Harry, with this voice. You remember it? Yeah. Hello, Harry, you want to try Slytherin on through size? And he's like, fucking hell do I? Slytherin only killed my mum and dad. And the hat's like, oh, don't worry about that, Harry. You can have lots of fun in the potions lab objectively the worst of the four common rooms because oh, it's definitely. a creepy dank hell. It's really Think of the spiders awful, and the it? damp. The damp is like just the smell. I had so much black mould in my second year uni house and I didn't live in anything approaching you live near a dungeon. the roof. Fuck, that's I the did. opposite. Oh God, I can only, maybe that's why they all act out is all of the lung mm. rot. Well, what I, I, I get your point though. I uh-huh. get that. Um, what I was saying was it's what we choose. This yes, but as you will remember, as uh both the sorting hat himself says to uh-huh. Harry later, and as you know, many other characters, uh, wise characters, yeah, make like, clear, like Dumbledore, yeah, the wisest, make clear to him is that if this were Slytherin, Harry Potter four, that would be one of my albus, albus Dumbledore. Uh, you could be Aberforth, his brother. Oh no, I'm alright for <laughs> fucking a goat. Um, canonically, <laughs> um, is that you know Slytherin would have been just as right for him, and yet. And so it still wrong. still applies. Yeah. So, so so the jury's out. So you're saying, saying I can reject the ones you you pick can for me. You yeah. can yeah. yeah 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 you can. You. I mean, are you picking up on the integration? Oh, I will. You, mean? you can if you want. But okay. So what I thought is maybe we should start uh-huh. make ourselves vulnerable by going through what we've got for ourselves. And should we alternate? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's enough. Okay. Alternating is a big theme of this show. It is as much as ninety-seven episodes could be well, boiled because down we don't. You know, neither of us wants to be a, a hog. No, and I mean, oh, all right, all right, you fuck. should mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wondered. No. Um, yeah, and you know, although you had basically a whole episode to yourself the other day, you I, know, had I don't, a I don't really, yeah. you know, I, I don't begrudge Why that. you. Why would you? Why would you? Do you want to kick it off then? Shall I kick it off? Yeah, with why not? what I with who well, I've got first for me. one for you. So this is Declan giving us here an insight into how he perceives now, himself. Here's a, another question: uh-huh. Are we going to go in? Any particular order with how we say them? I've ordered mine according to what I think cuts to the core. So my my early ones are perhaps more 
superficial or maybe there are specific traits with which I align. Whereas my final one is that is me. Okay. Um, also, we should mention that we've taken Disney to include, you alluded to it, but just Pixar, to be explicit. Yeah. Live action. I didn't go as far as Marvel, but even if I had, I don't identify with any of those creeps, those Ooh, super creeps. That's interesting. I'll identify someone with you, but we, 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 we won't worry about it. I haven't, I haven't included any. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to kick off then with, uh, I'm going with Hades. Hades from Hercules. From Hercules. Hercules, as I heard someone say, unfortunately, in a podcast. Isn't it a shame? Like, I mean, I know, I think one is one Greek and one Roman, but people who use Heracles. Oh, wow. That's such Come a on. shame, isn't it? Imagine if Disney had done that. Disney's Heracles. That it's just such a, I would not an, an objectively it. worse name. It is worse. Okay, talk us through it. Uh, well. Is it because, let me just cut in, because you identify a lot with James Wood's political and kind of interpersonal beliefs what i'm gonna do i'm gonna nip this in the butt okay, right here and say definitely not <laughs> <laughs> james woods is one of those ultimate travesties mm. where it is one of my favorite performances certainly voice performances in anything. um but simultaneously he is such an unfathomable cunt yeah real monster <laughs> like, of a man from hour to hour minute to minute um, he's just getting worse. He's whiny. He's like, he both baits and takes the bait online. He's just yep. an idiot. He is uh, horrid. Great at voicing Lord of the Underworld Hades. Fantastic. Very good indeed. Now, there's a couple of reasons that I picked him. Yeah, let's get into it. One very superficial, it's the whole fire hair thing. That is sick, isn't it? Now, his was blue and you've gone for the red one. I've gone for red. Kind of a Pokemon split there. Exactly. Um, but, you know, they're... Both good. Yep. Um, although red's obviously better. Well, who right. who's to say um, is what me. I'll throw out. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's <coughs> for everyone to decide on their own uh, why blue is cool. Yeah. Well, they do get that opinion, but that doesn't mean they're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, well they doesn't mean so. they're, you know, wrong. But carry on. So the hair, either <laughs> yeah. way. Um, and, you know, as a ginger person, uh-huh. and certainly as someone now with very tall, kind of wavy hair. People call you firehead a lot. I have had that for a lot of people life, on the yes. street shout firehead. Yeah, firehead, firehead, and people pretend to call nine nine. It's kind of ever since Ed Sheeran became big, that's yeah. that's really taken over from firehead. But that used to be a common one. Uh-huh. But you know what? Flame, flame scalp as well. Another classic ginger insult. Uh, no, that a one was that one was only ever you. And oh, right. Well, like, it that wasn't was hurtful. far too frequent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but more than that um, is that I feel a little bit sorry for Hades. I know he's a villain. But you've always got to empathise a bit with the villains. Well, yeah. And Hades in particular, like in the same way as Judas and Lucifer, he has a very specific, it's kind of without his villainy, the world is thrown out of balance. So there's a real empathy I can extend to to our blue head. And um, also, you know, you you get the feel that he kind of got the um, rough side of the the deal, Uh given that his his brother is Zeus. Yeah, now that's going to show you up. And, because he's very good and at he gets a lot to rule everything. Yeah, and he's pretty handsome. And he lives at the top of a mountain. And he lives in a really nice place. Have you seen what he can do with clouds? Oh, he can fashion them into all kinds. He of can shit. make them into a flying, living, breathing a baby horse. pony flyer. 
What I want to know is, like, does he ever accidentally do that? What, like, like, he, a, like, swipes a cloud and it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's he, has like he has to, like, thunderbolt in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Hades hates him. That's He's just always getting the from. souls of these <laughs> horrid monsters Ooh. coming down. Did you ever play the game Spore? No. Have you heard of it, even? No. So it's Will, what's his name? The guy, Maxis, who made The Sims. And his idea was a noble endeavour... And it was, what if you could simulate in a whole game this life Evolution. From, yeah, oh, yeah, I've, I have heard of this, yeah. microbial level. So you'd create these... I don't know if you create the microbes or you, like, latch onto them, but basically there's a, a whole section of the game is, like, mm-hmm. battling these microbes to kind of consume other cells and, and generate life from there. Then you become a kind of more advanced, like, fishy little lad. And then fast forward, you become a creature on land without... A shadow of a doubt. Every one of them a pure, unfettered abomination. <laughs> and really, the game seemed to be, despite showing you a kind of broad strokes view of evolution, in showing you the end product, it was basically saying, this cannot have happened. Because everything it creates can't walk. It's all eyes. It's just 80% flobbing around trying to like get those Well, maybe that's why, you know, I mean, the process did take billions of years yeah. in real life. And I mean, I know you have in-game time, but there's only so much you can process. That's true. Amazing. I, was, I read through one of those fascinating, a real tangent, uh-huh. but... Um, and yet somehow I find them really haunting um, analogies yesterday about the number of different ways to shuffle a deck of cards. Oh, yeah. It's um, loads, isn't it? Why well, is it? 20? It's, it's, it's too many. <laughs> yeah. The example that they gave was, imagine you could shuffle a deck of cards I can. once every oh, second. Oh, I can't. Sorry, right. I, I jumped in too soon with I can. I so it's thousands of times a day. Yeah. Okay. Um, and let's say you shuffle it. All day for 24 okay. hours. And then... Am I being paid to? Sadly, you're not. Oh, but also, it's in a world where you don't have any hunger, thirst, and there's no one else. Cool. So, it's all right. Depressing, yeah. Got lots of time to yourself. You yeah. like that. Um, yeah. So, every 24 hours, you take one step. Uh-huh. And then you stand still and you shuffle cards all day. And after 110,000 years... Oh! You'll have circumnavigated the globe. Cool. Okay, so now you're going to keep doing this, and every 110,000 years, you're going to take a 250 mil glass of water yeah. out of the Pacific Ocean. Okay. Just fuck it onto the land or something. I don't know what happens with it. I'll drink rates. it. If that's okay, right. yeah, drink it. Yeah, go for it. Can I use any to wash my hair and face? Yeah, yeah, if you want. That's yeah, whatever good. you want. As long as you don't put it back in the ocean. What about like moistening the cards? Absolutely fine. Good. As long as you leave the cards intact. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you need a moist deck to shuffle. That's why the crew. Yeah, that's why they often like butter lick them the up. Palm yeah. And then shuffle. Um, and so you keep doing this, and every time you get around the globe, every 110,000 years, uh-huh. you take that glass of water out of. I'd the be Pacific looking forward to that day so it. much. I know, That'd yeah. Be... I like, at, at about 70,000 years, you'd, you'd be like, like oh, we're more comes. than halfway. Um, so after. 313 quadrillion years oh, okay you'll have emptied the pacific ocean well so what you do then and this is where i'm sad to say that you can't actually drink it i've just remembered fuck. you fuck it all back into the pacific ocean oh uh, okay and what you do you put one piece of paper down on the floor mm-hmm. and then you repeat the process and every 313 quadrillion years yeah 
when you've emptied the Pacific Ocean, you put another sheet of paper down. Oh, God. And when that sheet of paper reaches the moon, yeah, that pile, you take it all down uh-huh. and you go again. And when you've done that and reached the moon a billion times, uh-huh. your naught point, naught, 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 Not, not, not one percent of the way to shuffling a deck of cards as many ways as you can. So what you're saying is we need to ban cards and we need to ban them now. What what I'm saying is that it haunts me to think that like you could just carry that in your pot. Like it's just a fucking deck of cards. Yeah. And yet you could spend. Isn't it depressing that we'll never. I hate. I hate that I'll never see every combination. I can't tell you how furious like I'm gripping my own knees in anger. Not even that you won't see any every combination. You won't see Stop. I don't want to hear it, Hades. Okay. (laughs) See? So what you're saying is you have a propensity for numerical torture, and that was probably what Hades was going to express. Yeah. No, what I was going to say was that, you know, he gets the rough deal being Zeus's brother and all. Uh Um, But also he has a pretty good plan. Just a second, rough deal would have been a good little card pun segue for us in future. Okay, I'll, I'll, like, we can go back yeah, and yeah, get that in cool. post, yeah. Um, he has a pretty good plan. Yeah. Like having that bottle of formula that turns you mortal, really just hanging handy. around in yeah. that enormous hall, is pretty handy, like in case you ever need that. One issue is his choice of sidekick. I don't know that they were up to scratch. Pain. No, that is true. But then again, they were only supposed to be fighting a baby, so... Fighting, were they? They have to fight. Well, they the do baby. kind of fight it, don't they? They oh, wrestle yeah, they it out do. of its they, crib because they don't expect him to be as strong. He strangles that one, doesn't he? The spindly one Turns looks it in like when it's a snake. Looks like a nervousness from inside out, wherever he is. Yeah, anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, he gets so close; it's just one drop away. And because of that one drop, his whole plan's fucked. Yeah. And he like he sends loads of good monsters, and he has like really loads is. of good plans and whatnot. Um, and he's pretty cool. Like, the way he moves, he's pretty powerful himself. Now, of course, there is one real upside to Hades' life, which is that he owns the soul of Meg, the best Disney character there is. He does. In terms of who you'd marry, where you... Well, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I I, I feel a bit sorry because he has a good plan. He's got good ideas. But shit always goes wrong for him. Mm. And I I identify with that. You can identify with that. Yeah. (laughs) What about the fact that he doesn't get a song? Now, that's always worried me about Hercules. I assumed it's because James, James Woods, Woods snarled <laughs> his way out of the booth. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they had like a, a whole orchestra ready and he just stepped up and mm. started going, and they're like, okay, cancel that. <laughs> I only found out today that Phoebus originally had a song in Hunchback mm. and Alan Menken did the vocals for it. Yeah. But then they, they cut it. Yeah, there are quite a few really good cut songs from Hunchback, one of which mm. forms a very major musical theme. Doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> but don't worry about it. We watched it today. Did you? Mm, good, good choice. Good. So yeah, I'm going with Hades as number one. What about you? My number one is uh, the robot Wally from the film <gasps> Wally. That's really interesting. Wally was one that I had on my shortlist for you. Nice. That's good to hear. Now, now tell us in your own words. So I guess I've put him at the top of the list because obviously, well, not obviously, but I'm going to reveal to you now for perhaps the first time, certainly on air, that I'm not a robot um, yet. Now, that's a big yet, and I'm no, looking we, into ways to kind of that you want to be. circumvent that problem. But So there are only superficial similarities, but here are some of the ones I noted. Mm-hmm. Now, Wally, he's the last 
of his kind left on the planet. And I think <laughs> I think that's something I can really get on board with. <laughs> now, what I'm saying is not that I want it because Wally. Wow, didn't you've want that. you've turned Wally's tragedy somehow into your own narcissism. Turn that frown upside down. You're right. What I'm saying is not the last of his kind, just unique. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. No, no, we all knew saying, that's I'm what not you were going willing for. The situation, but should it arise that I am the only one, like I, I could get on with it. That's all right. I'd yeah. be willing to. Well, that's why I chose you for shuffling the deck of cards because that's I know nice. that you'd have the, you know, you'd have the patience to do it. And, I do and also, like, like you said, you couldn't stand the fact of not being yeah. able to know the, the exactly. Model. It combines my two poetic. Burdens. Of course, actually, it would. I, I wonder how far through you get before you realised that you weren't actually getting to see any of the shuffles you'd done. That's fine, because as long as I was there for it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that's just a, it's just a, a real... It's just the ultimate mathematical FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta see them. Um, so, yeah, there's that aspect, certainly. I do like, as you say, the... I, I not admire, but I appreciate characters who are resolutely alone in fiction, and also ones who... <laughs> are resolutely alone through extra knowledge. So mm. like Dumbledore is very isolated by knowing the yeah. whole problem around Harry being a little fucking Horcrux. Yeah. I like that. And um, I feel what, like what, what knowledge do you have that sets you apart from the rest of well, us? Well, I can't tell you because otherwise <laughs> that would fuck the whole thing up, wouldn't it? But let me just say right. this. I've shuffled a bunch of cards. <laughs> you won't believe number 1743 oh, quadrillion. <laughs> Um, so there's that. And I think whilst Wally, you know, doesn't delve into that, certainly he's carrying on when no one else was willing mm. to, to do so. And that's admirable. He was willing to cube all the trash that there yeah, was. Because that's my second one. I'm a big fan of recycling and yeah, the no, environment, environment in general. Yeah. And I think the message of Wally is one that I can get behind. I also like that he is able to shine a light on other people's failings. Would you have been tempted to eat that plant? Uh, not when I was robified. No. In my current state, as a plant-eating Would maniac, you have been a bit like... I'd have downed it, <laughs> soil and all. Yeah. I'd have you pushed know, that beautiful apple... Last thing you'd have eaten away. would have been a fillet of fish, and you'd be like, fuck, oh, I need to erase this mistake. Out. Yeah, I'd have downed that plant uh, straight from the stem. He likes animals. He's friends with that little cricket cockroach guy. He's a cockroach, not a cricket. And I think that's nice. He looks after him in a way that um, really belies his fundamentally metallic heart mm. which you, again you don't get to see in the film but there is a deleted a, a surgical outtake that i really recommend yeah and he's a big fan of hello dolly now i like a musical as mu i'm not as much a lot more than the next man especially <laughs> man as it turns out so i really i think he's a big fan of music and the arts and he's kind of straying beyond what is acceptable for a robot to be mm. and in the same way i've kind of taken a love for Sondheim beyond what many consider socially acceptable. And it's a solid 90% of all my, it, my conversational throughput yeah. at this point. <laughs> and lastly, space. There's a big space uh, bit. There's a big space theme. He dances around in space. And I mean, what's better than that? Not a Nothing. lot. Not a lot. Um, no, that was good. Yeah. I, I think was, I made a good I was going to pick him it. just because he's uh, shorter than the others and he's a robot. Yeah, but you kind of you I, went deep. Yeah, extra elements, yeah. Um, I have next gone for a bit more of an out there choice. Okay, was that a um, little hint? It's not Quasimodo. No, 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 there, no. That wasn't a Disney. Okay, no. Um, 
And I've gone for um, Gibbs from Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Okay. Now remind viewers, listeners, which one Gibbs is, preferably with an impression. Uh, I shan't be doing the impression. <laughs> Knew that you were going to ask oh. me, so thank you. Gibbs is the uh, the guy we first meet him in the first parts of the Caribbean when Jack Sparrow wakes him up by throwing a bucket of water over him and he's sleeping well, with it, the pigs. Okay. Um, that was in Pirates of the Caribbean 1. Pirate of the Caribbean was... Pirate of the title. Caribbean, Curse of the Black Stone. Yeah, the big yeah. black stone. Um, and I, I like Gibbs because he like he was, at some point, um, a, 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 like a commander in, okay. in the Navy. Right, and at what point were you a commander in... I wasn't, but uh, here's the thing, is that like Gibbs was a man with a lot of potential. Uh-huh. And, people, and he'd pro- had- people probably thought... Oh, he's on his way. Like, you know, he's going to fulfill that. Um, But then what he did was he thought, I would rather be a criminal drunk. Oh, okay. So it's the choice. So he he was like, nah, fuck this. Uh Also, very anti-establishment, doesn't like the army. That's that. So, yeah. Um, But he's, you know, he's a good friend. Mm. He's not always, you know, the most competent. Yeah. But his heart's in the right place. Heart's in the right place. He'll do what he can for you. But... You know, as soon as he's clocked off, yeah. which is as soon as he can clock off, straight on the he well. is down the down the tavern. Yo ho ho! If he ends up in the mud, so be it. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah, he'll hug that pig tight, won't he? And, yeah, exactly. And squeeze it into tomorrow. And he's seemingly kind of like invincible, even though you know the mm. amount of bullshit that he puts. Does in he himself. turn into one of the skelly pirates or no? No, no, because he's a good he's a good guy. Okay, he's a good guy, and you know he he rounds up that motley crew. That includes the guy with no tongue. Oh gosh, no tongue. Mm, yeah, Silent Sam. That's him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's just generally like quite friendly, bit of a laugh. Now um, I've got a quick question. Okay, I think it will be quite revealing that you've gone for a character that literally no one remembers yeah. from the story. Now, what do you think that says about your kind of self-esteem? Um, well. You know, we can all go and say, "Oh, yeah, uh, I my Disney four includes Hercules, yeah, yeah, yeah. because you know I I think I'm really Mr. nice, incredible, and, yeah, something like that." Um, but really, I think that those characters tend to be the least relatable in a way because they're supposed to be heroic yeah. and therefore stand above us. And actually, if we want to find, you know, where we are genuinely going to relate uh-huh. we have to look have behind to look those right characters kind of, not even the like the g list yeah well in terms of celebrity maybe yeah and like plot but kevin plot o'malley's all right he's had a decent enough career but you can't have the actor as well no 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 but i'm saying you know g list to oh, make right. it sound like no no but the character he's you know a name name in the cast before the the whole cast list goes that's up. So you're like, time. that's all right then. You're doing all right. Yeah. But yeah, like he's a sort of stalwart. Okay. And I, and I quite, and I like him for I that. I can respect that. Yeah. He's not afraid to get his hands dirty. No, not at all. Yeah. My next one is um, Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Now that's interesting. Why? You'll come to see Okay. It. Interesting. Okay. I've put the, this is probably the one that actually is. I have you down as the three of spades. <laughs> <laughs> God, the three. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought four, but three makes no, more yeah. sense in hindsight. Because it's odd. Um, I've always related to Alice from the book, Alice in Wonderland, because she's this really odd, but for me, very relatable mix of hyper-cautious, but also just very impulsive. If she sees a bottle labelled drink me, she's not... 
there's no second thought. She's going to down it. She goes through a lot, but it all... I've just found the way her character. If someone is, offered her a kebab, she'd be like, "What is in it?" Come on, <laughs> let me see how much of my recommended salt allowance is this. She's so prissy. It's yeah. great. Um, no, I always found the character in both the book and the film, which I think captures it quite well, is this weird like she's sort of doesn't think very logically but at the same time there's a very clear internal logic to it i suppose it's that she doesn't think that's kind of the point the same way as yeah she doesn't think the same way as lots of the other people in the story like she doesn't have many clear objectives and wants as a character other than a very broad find out what the fuck this is all about yeah and i like the way she kind of careers through all these mad scenarios and they don't they kind of just wash off her which obviously in the full narrative is partly because it's a dream, Hmm. but there's something about that, like dream, like state implanted into the real world that I think I can identify with. See, I think that, yeah, I looking at it now can see this because I presume that you look at the world (laughs) with the same kind of confusion with which Alice does. And that in turn, the world looks at you (laughs) with the same kind of confusion that the inhabitants of Wonderland look at Alice. You know, when you see us just picking up hot dogs and eating them, you're there like, but why aren't they using cutlery? (laughs) And, you know, we're here going, well, you don't need a fork to eat a hot dog, Alice. (laughs) Good work slamming Edwin straight in. Look, you asked for the gibbs, but I haven't got it in there. You've got Will on tap. Remember that time we recorded three and a half hours? Declan just spat beer. We started recording a thing we we're going to put up on our Patreon, maybe. Holy or shit. just release. It and was in a the playthrough end, deleted. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't no, even get a chance to record. It was a playthrough of a game that we'd been told fit into that category. A bit like Pets Not we, you. I'd You'd been, been told, told but by also, the internet. Yeah, but by like reputable internet sources was one of those like, oh, you've got like, don't read too much about it. Just play it. It's going to be mental. The implication I expected was you'd start, it seems normal. And then, oh, uh, sorry, you are, you avoid the fact it was called Doki Doki <laughs> Literature Club. <laughs> now that should have been our first clue. <laughs> Declan and I sat at this desk for no joke. Like over two hours. Yeah, I oh, know. I think it was three hours. I think and it was we three were, hours. Yeah, we decided that the game was so boring, but the only thing we could do to kind of entertain ourselves and any future people who were going to watch it—spoiler, it vanished. No one <laughs> because it the recording got fucked and we wouldn't have released it anyway. Yeah, was we gave all these this cast of dull hypersexualized teenage characters <laughs> like odd voices and one of Teclans was the Edwin voice <laughs> but which after s- hour three for some but for some reason this character spoke at least three times yeah. as much as anyone else <laughs> and I just don't have it in me no, you mean, know and you're just in hour three we're like whoa why don't you come and lift another book <laughs> It gives you a renewed respect for how Ed did it himself then well yeah but I think that just was his voice god what a powerhouse so anyway, that's... Imagine if that was your voice. I wouldn't speak. Like, what's the worst situation? Uh, how about having... Bad. No, no, no. Having to be on trial for something. Oh, oh, yeah. I was thinking if someone's arresting you. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Especially if it's like for a deviance yeah. of any sort. Like, what are you doing around this school at what night, What are you doing with Ed? those mirrors on your shoes, I Mr. Swear, not what you look. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, that's my second one. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. I'll, I'll take so. that. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> give us number two. Number three for number me. Number three, you're right. Yeah, um, I've gone with Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley the Alley Cat. That's him. Give us his full name, why don't you? Abraham DeLacy, Giuseppe Casey, Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley the Alley Cat. Cat. Nice. I was just checking because if you didn't know that, I would have disqualified. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, Now, voiced by the incredible, the inimitable inimitable Phil Phil Harris. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, did that great song about About my grandma's wife. (laughs) I'm my own cousin's dad. It's very, very strange. Oh, I'd, I'd link to it, but it's honestly best that you don't <laughs> find out about it. It's called it's He's His Own Grandpa. Yeah. Um, but the best bit about it is just Phil has all these, and it's a thing that's seemingly gone from songs mm. now, just these moments where a chorus is singing and he just sort of chats over yeah, it just with these one lines. One of them, like the the chorus has this refrain, he's his own grandpa, and he like comes in over the top, and and one of them is like, he's his own grandpa. You're gonna love it. He's his own grandpa. Fun in the living room. Oh, <laughs> what? Wow, Phil. Phil. That's As if the song wasn't on the nose enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like O'Malley. He's got a swagger to. He has, but. It's a swagger that crumbles into a relatability quite quickly. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think that part of it is how I define myself in relation to my girlfriend, uh-huh. who um, who is a cat. Well, yeah, no, that's and a, a really posh one, <laughs> a really posh <laughs> no. French cat. No, um, who um, likes things to be nice and uh-huh. likes things to be particular. Yeah. Um, has a kind of very distinct idea of her own style and uh-huh. the way that she think like would like things to be and kind of like a standard. She's not like a, a prude or a, a person in, in any way, but like has always really loved kind of design and yeah. fashion and, and, and things like that. And I have absolutely no time for either. <laughs> I just don't you care. hide it well. I absolutely <laughs> could not care less. Um, and so, you but know, they that made kind it work, of, didn't that they, kind of cats. rough and the smooth, you know, yeah. um, and they, and they did, and they got on because of it, not in spite of it. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I, I think of that. They balance each other. I, also, she calls me Thomas O'Malley all the time. Oh, well, that's the thing is that, you know, like that kind of ginger. Of course, he's cat. got that as well. Yeah, exactly. So did you pick yours almost exclusively based on your own? No, no, not, not really. But um, it was a factor. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. You know, he likes jazz. Oh, he fucking loves it. Loves a dance. Yeah, that's true. He walks along the street singing. Yeah, that's cool. He's I strict, do that as well. Yeah. Hangs out by the river with those geese. Oh, I'm always I, down because I we went to, to university in York. Like, We've got to record. And he's like, five more minutes. <laughs> Just chatting away. <laughs> <laughs> really haunting it is. Um, down on all Yeah, floors. you know, he kind of, he knows the cool places in town to yeah. go. Um and you know, the, yeah, I've, the, I've been the, to the, the Chandos. And <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they have a jazz night. Yeah, exactly. It's just very poor. I so, expect. so yeah, I, I like Thomas O'Malley. I, I think he's a an, an all round reasonable guy yeah. slash cat. I think but, that's fair. But yeah, he's good. Give here's, us your third. Here's my third for you. It's you may know him from the film of the same name. It's Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Oh, now, okay. Here it is. 
I feel like you've betrayed too much. <laughs> <laughs> He's not keen on ageing. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I presume that was. That's the main one. But also he likes, he flies about, he likes London. Uh, that's all. Likes island life. And I could get into that. He also tries to recruit young girls to be his mum. Now is that... <laughs> Now, tutoring has been riddled with problems for me. And some people, they say, you're going to have to move on from this house. And I say, mum, come on. Come on, 15-year-old mum. No, no, no. That part obviously doesn't apply. No. I think, well, what is, I've never read Peter Pan. Are the issues about his parentage explained? Is he an orphan? Oh, what? I don't know. Because I it, read it in hindsight, very strange. It's really like not okay that he just kind of yeah. steals these kids and gets this nine-year-old girl when, to be everyone's mum. Yeah, I think she's a bit older than that. But she's not, not older than she's like not fifteen, 12, like you yeah. said, to try and make yourself feel better. But I don't have about to feel choosing better the character that, with whom you've so. aligned yourself. <laughs> He's a big fan of fighting crocs. Um, he doesn't fight the croc. He fights indirectly. He fights hooks. the croc because no, he's a he's, strategist. He's an ally. Of he sets the croc. the croc and the hook against each other. Exactly. So the crocs on his side. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. He's a big fan of crocs. You're though. an ally to croc. Uh, in fact, he's an ally. You've changed your mind. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Very odd, isn't it? That whole subplot about because well, are we to believe? Are we so, to, so that's that's like the main. It's the way that Peter Pan works. Is he just a kid, or is he an adult mind in the body of a kid? Because if it's the second one, he's a freak and he needs to be arrested <laughs> like sooner rather but than later. If he gets with Wendy, doesn't he? Yeah, sort of. Oh, but but also, arrested. but also he he is a kid. But let's not forget, he yeah. is a kid only in the sense that. He's in a kid's body. Yeah, he has seemingly I mean. been alive forever. That's what I was just asking. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. I thought you meant, is he an adult? No, no. With I'm a saying, kid's mindset. I'm saying his mind has evolved oh, into Oh, God. Yeah, no. He's like probably hundreds of years old. But he's quite stupid, old. though, still. Yeah, well, I mean, you would be. I think what it is, is he's one of those, like, stuck-in-a-moment spirits. You know, like, when you run over that girl from the advert, if you hit me at 30 miles an hour, and she turns into that ghost of that age. So that ghost of the queen. Yeah. Philip, yeah, that sort of ghost. But if you know how ghosts stay at a certain age, like yeah. nearly headless Nick wasn't twelve when his head nearly got chopped. No, so I'm thinking Peter Pan must be a kind of incarnation of of adolescent childhood or something like that. Mm. And so I guess it's the idea of being stuck. So if I could Peter Pan myself at this age, I'd be into that. Okay, I wouldn't want to do it what at about, Peter Pan's age. Cause what about the little age. ghost girl who's the ghost of Christmas past? Doing, oh, yeah. Uh, in A Christmas Carol. She's a classic ghost. But she she is enormously wise because of her time. Like She has, learnt, she has grown up. I guess that would be preferable in a way. Yeah, but I'm thinking that's what Peter Pan probably is. But he doesn't give a, the appearance of any wisdom. But he, no, but he's not wise. Right. He's just a creep. Okay, so his wisdom saying. is in the form of creeping. So you are a predator. No, I don't think so. I think uh, the specific aspect <laughs> is just the age. He doesn't him. want to grow up. <laughs> I can definitely. But he doesn't want his girlfriends to grow up either. <laughs> <laughs> he wants everyone to be locked in the time bubble, like Prince of Persia. Really, what you wanted was to be burnt from Bernard's watch. I tell you but what. Disney didn't make it. <laughs> Let's remind ourselves about Bernard. The boy who stopped time to do his shopping and, and started it, it today. <laughs> I want nothing to do with Bernard. And Shall I, I give you my last one? Peter <laughs> before, You've really um, sold him in a bad light. Yeah, look. I, I think just, there's a lot of good in Peter Pan's heart. Yeah. He's just, you know, he's stuck He's just there, also he? a paedophile. 
<laughs> Sometimes that's the rub of the green. Um, my last one I've gone for is Stitch. From the eponymous is that from Seven from Dw- oh, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch? Yeah, okay. Um, because uh-huh. he's frankly something of a monster. Well, he is a monster, but an alio monster. But he like he's really sweet, uh-huh. really. If he gets a chance, yeah. If he's you can nice. see past, but he does a have a propensity to just kind of break shit as well. Yeah. And that's something to which I can relate, you know. Yeah. He's got those feelings. Uh-huh. You know, that's like built into him. Uh-huh. He didn't want to do that. He doesn't want to be shouting and breaking stuff and eating little and, toy and trucks. And a purple and... little freak. No. But that's just the luck of the draw. Blue. Blue. He is blue. Yeah, he is blue. Um, He didn't want that, but that's what he is. And sometimes it comes through, but... You know, he learns and he wants to be better. He's quite powerful as well, isn't he? Hugely. Once he can kind of get his... Once you can align your goals with stitches, you're going to make progress quite exactly. significantly. And, and you know, he... Let's, let's not be around the bush. He makes some mistakes. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and in achieving his goals, he does do some stuff like blow up a petrol truck. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's an overlooked in terms of the consequences. Yeah, especially on a small largely plant-based island like Hawaii. Yeah, where they probably didn't get another shipment forever. No. I think, I think and the also, island sank and burnt. And, and that would probably burn the whole thing down. That yeah. island became the volcano from the little short film before, I want to say, Up. Do you remember where it's I Lava You? Uh, I thought that one was later. Yeah, I think later. I saw that one in the cinema. Wasn't that for like... Inside Out? No, uh, yeah, I think it might have been Inside been. Out. Can't yeah. remember. Um, yeah, I think it was Inside Out. Um, yeah, so, you know, he's not denying that he's done, you know, wrong, uh-huh. but it's part of a steep learning curve. That's good. I and think he's going to try and do better. That's good. Stitch is a character, I don't think Disney expected him to be as popular as he was. No. Because he's not been in anything since, really, apart from no. the sequel that not many people saw. No. Is there a right TV series of Stitch? Yeah, that, the TV series, the Disney show like <coughs> series that was on, like... Tunatic or whatever on Saturday mornings uh-huh. was really good. Mm. The idea was that they he had like all the other because he's experiment six two six. Yeah. So the idea was that they had all the others and they had like different mm. special abilities like Pokemon. Is one of them just a big a big blob? No. Per chance? No. Oh, okay. Good guess. Well, I just wanted to see if that had been one of the experiments. Was like what experiment if, one? What if there was a big blob? <laughs> experiment one was just a puddle <laughs> with some eyes. Oh, well done, us. <laughs> Here's my last one. Okay. And I'm going to give you the reasons first, I think. Okay. This character is friendly, if often reserved, at least initially. He's optimistic and he gets, you know, he's um, a, a fighter, I think, at the end of the day. Situations don't always work out for him mm-hmm. initially, but he turns them to his advantage with a kind of positive mindset he's good at escaping from things good at escaping and most of all he is centrally important to everything that could and will be discussed it's the man himself mickey of the mouse was. what do you think uh you're right it's I done think again i think again you you've let slip more than you meant to there <laughs> by yes uh, by considering yourself the pinnacle and central 
you know, dare we say it, probably deity of the yeah. of the franchise. Absolutely. Um, do you think that you've got as weaker voice? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Hello, guys. I swear. Do you know that was Walt doing it originally? Yeah. So if you listen to the old ones, you can hear him like just wheezing a bit towards yeah. the end of an episode. <laughs> Holy fuck. I swear. <laughs> Very upsetting. Um, so do you think of yourself as calamitous as Mickey? I don't is? find him to be calamitous so much as I think it's because he inhabits a cartoon world calamity is going to happen and i think he's kind of at peace with that in the same way that i'm at peace with the calamity of my world which is mortality. can include things like mortality can include things like being expected to pick up a, a crusty soggy donut with your hands like that's the kind of calamity mm. i'm facing so that's just a sidestep from what mickey faces with that giant cat um so what about like mickey has various incarnations so is that you bringing to life your various skins that you wear yeah absolutely because mickey he's adept at blending in just last month a month before when i was at disney world i bumped into mickey a few times and you stole his head and i stole that head and ran (laughs) for the hills and i'm not allowed back in america but it was worth it no well over the course of the the holiday i was there for two weeks and i must admit I didn't meet by... Oh, actually, I met Mickey once. But I saw Mickey just about the place a few times. And I saw a classic... You just Mickey. do a little, like, casual nod. How's it going? You do a little piece out to the Mickey, yeah. to the mixer, we call, we call him. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw him as classic Mickey. I saw him as a Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey. I saw him as a kind of farmer Mickey when he came round while I was eating. Oh, that is horrible. It was interesting. He was like a sort of harvest mouse vibe. And I really appreciate and admire the way he's just willing to pull on that skin and then live that life in the moment. I think Mm -hmm. that's very admirable. Okay. And I just have one last question, Uh which probably determines how I am with this. If you are Mickey, Uh does that make this your house of mouse? It sure does. Okay. Well, I can can do that. I can do that. So now we come to the meat of things. Yes, absolutely. Um, What we've picked for each other. Uh Uh-huh. Now, we're going to alternate again? Yeah, I think we'll alternate again. Have you heard any from mine that cross over with yours? Uh, no. I can say the same. Okay. Although it's interesting, because I did nearly... I had a short list. Uh-huh. Shall I tell you the ones that didn't quite make yeah, it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, ones that didn't quite make it were Maleficent. Well, I can see why, because that one's obviously very wrong. Because we have nothing in common as, as, as characters. Yeah, if, if you want. Um, Woody. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a bit full of himself. Yeah. yeah. Wally. String in his back as well. Yeah. And that's a constant burden. Uh, Wally. Of we course. said that one already. Um, Owl from Winnie the mm. Pooh. Um, and Captain Amelia from Treasure Planet. Oh, I can't remember a thing about Captain Amelia from Voiced Treasure Voiced by Planet. Emma Thompson. Oh, okay. Well, I'm on board. Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, She's a total <clears throat> Nazi voiced by Emma Thompson. <laughs> so do you want to go first or shall I? Yeah. So I thought um, when I was doing it, I'll just give you a bit of the rationale first. Okay. <coughs> I thought, you know, there are some, there's a chance here to be mean and to, you know, I could have given you the very stupid, possibly developmentally challenged hyena from the Lion King as a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I did toy with giving you 
just whatever the most offensive one from Song of the South is. Yeah, <laughs> I think we both consider yeah. that. And then, as we both said, Monstro the Whale as well. And I thought, I'm going to write those <laughs> off. I'm going to go for ones that have an element of humour to them, because you know, that's the remit of yeah. the show. But also are defensible in some particular yeah. aspect. So in the same way that I'm latching on to Peter Pan's fear of ageing, but not the bit where he wants to kidnap children, children. and dogs, mm-hmm. and perhaps... Now that I think about it, enslave. maybe shrink them down into fairy form. Yeah, enslave them. Because that's freakish. And yeah. he, he needs to be stopped. Yeah. Um, in the same way, I think there's elements here that we can can clutch onto. Okay. The first one is from Toy Story. Oh, I should tell you as well, I've tried to vary my sources. I've given so did us, I, yeah. I've gone Pixar, Classic, and one of the Fab Five. Wow. It's from Toy Story. You'll remember him. He's pink. He is voiced by Ratzenberger, and it's Ham. I would take Ham. Yeah. I like Ham. And the reason I went for it is that he's someone who is, um, he's in the core group of the Toy Story. You know, when they have a mission, he's there. But he's and no they rely favourite. It's not that so much. He's also indispensable for Andy because he holds his funds very literally. Yeah, I don't. He's a real yeah, banker. That's not a place where we <laughs> cross over. But his involvement is from the perspective of cynicism i think he's the one who is when they're trying to cross the road he's bemoaning the plan but he will get stuck into it eventually yeah. and i think it's that combination of in, involved but uh sideways glance you need that cynicism. voice don't you absolutely otherwise they might have gone across the road without cones yeah and then they'd all be flat as fuck yeah or they'd have exposed the living toy world oh god can you imagine people freaking out about that? it they'd have burnt all the toys so that's my first one. Oh, that's pretty nice yeah i thought that was decent um <clears throat> i've gone for someone that we mentioned earlier oh yeah this character is sassy oh yeah that's me this character's got strength uh-huh but they do hide a bit behind that strength. Oh. They hide a bit behind that front. Okay. Um, and there's a there's a you know there's a bit of an emotional wall there. Yeah. But once you breach it, it's all the more worth it. Uh, okay. Um, weak ankles. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but pretty stylish. Okay. It's That's Meg. Good. It's Meg. Yes, <laughs> the hottest Disney there is. Exactly. It's yeah. it was quite interesting as a whole that when I went through all of the Disney films, I'd say a good eighty percent of the characters I picked out for you were women. I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what you want to do with that. No, well, I'll tuck it away, but... <laughs> file it under I for important as fuck, <laughs> important slash ignorable. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this I, I figured you know start with a strong one, yeah. start with one I know that you'll that you'll like. Yeah, and to be I fair, most of mine are pretty good for you. Really, good. I, I I was going to be mean. I could have said Timon. I was I was thinking Timon <laughs> at one point. <laughs> That'd be but, I don't think I've got the just the extroverted confidence of Timon. Uh, no, you have when you want it. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like Timon's always on. Yeah, he's always yeah. He's, I don't think he's putting it out there, isn't he? Unless like they're gearing up to a sequel where like Timon colon when the laughter stops and it's just like Timon working through some serious it's issues. just Nathan Lane in like face paint just oh, crying that'd be so cool and the one spotlight like yeah. a Beckett player in a trash can as well yeah that'd be good okay I can take that one she's yeah she's got a lovely voice as well mm. so thanks for that your next one is uh he's let's be honest not a human but then neither was Ham. 
he's certainly more alive in the traditional sense. Um, he does dwell in quite different living conditions to your own. And the accent is one I don't want you to think of attempting. <laughs> oh, it's my God. Sebastian <laughs> from The Little Mermaid. And now, why have you gone for Sebastian? Sebastian is dependable. Sebastian is very much a kind of right-hand man figure. There is, of course, the colour coordination, which I've realised is something you've latched onto intensely. He's a seductor. He is. He's charming. As well as a conductor. He also is good at giving advice, and he is not afraid to do so in a very orchestrated Mm. song fashion. Yeah. I guess the advice usually pertains to whether or not you should live under the sea. But I think as a sounding board, Sebastian's Mm. always going to be there to bounce ideas off. He is. Although, I I mean, part my only objection really to Sebastian is that he is a bit of a rule-following bitch. (laughs) Well, you would be as well if King Triton himself was, like, gazing at you every few minutes. Like, you're not going to... He's got a big trident. Yeah, he does have that. What are you going to do? Argue with him? Well, other characters do. How did it work out for Ursula? She got pierced. Yeah, but it, not by Triton. Swat, yeah, by his trident. Oh, no, no by the boat. By the boat. Yeah. Yeah. No, but then Triton's there to kind of be like, oh. She fu- properly fucks him over. She turns him into a weed. Oh, God, you're right. She does. Yeah. Hmm. And, you know, Ariel ends up... I, I realise I've said You've her name like Sebastian. There we go. Ariel. Case. Ariel. <laughs> um, uh, Ariel... Ends up married and happy. Yeah, but I think that's so the because characters of who the disagree advice. end up better than the ones who don't. Because Sebastian, <laughs> he's still a little bitch slave, isn't he? He's basically Triton's tiny red gimp. About, the whole song is about how freeing it is under the sea. But it's not. No, but it's, it's a literal freeing because all no, the other mermaids are fine. It's a north like autocracy. But what I think the message is is not that Sebastian's wrong. It's that not. The, the nuanced message is that not all advice applies to all people. And Ariel, maybe, though the advice applies broadly to more people, Ariel wasn't... Maybe exception. Under the Sea is the chance for his uh, his actual message of revolution about the freedom the sea could have without uh, Triton. Yeah, so he's mobilising all those prole fish yeah. to really get their groove on. You're saying he's a sort of Trotsky yes. figure. Yes. All right, well, all right. Well, oh, we, we should take that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> your second one. Uh-huh. Now, not human. Okay, that's fine. But has lived in conditions that, you, you know, you, you, some you'd be all right with, some you would despise. Right, not thriving. No. Okay. Um, you share a lot of interests. That's good. Um, you share a lot of heritage. Ah. You share a kind of size. Okay. Not literally. Uh-huh. But, you know, just figuratively. Okay. Um, it's Remy the Rat. Oh, I love Remy the from Rat. From Ratatouille. He's a hell of a chef. He can cook. You. Yeah. He can cook like no And the thing that rat. he cooks better than anything else mm. is the eponymous Ratatouille. The, oh, yeah. No, the Ratatouille. Yeah. Because yeah. that's his name, Remy Ratatouille, isn't it? As far as I know, that yeah, is that canon. Yeah, that is canon, yeah. Yeah. Um, Middle name of that. Yeah. So he cooks. Yeah, he's French. Yeah, he, to be fair... He's a dreamer. He is a dreamer. He's an optimist. Yeah, and he dares to see beyond what life has thrown his way. Yeah, and he also hallucinates. He's a real user He hallucinates his heroes talking to him, and I have always assumed that that's definitely (laughs) something you do. Um, And, you know, he, I, I think that 
One of the important messages of the film uh-huh. is that he, uh, and this is a bit of advice for you here, okay, go as well as a, just a sort of film lesson, is that you know he spends his his whole life leading up to the events of the film and for the you know first half of the film at least, uh-huh. just trying to uh, emulate yes. his hero. He just Gusteau. wants to be Gusteau. Yeah, he wants to be the new Gusteau. Yeah, and really. It's when he embraces Remy yeah. that he actually flies. You're right. I that am you're, better than Sondheim. You're not going to be Sondheim, so why not just be Remy? Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're not going to be Sondheim, so why not I'm try so being a cooking rat? Buzz is better than Sondheim, Banyard Oil. That's really yeah. good to hear. Yeah. I can get on board with that. I like Remy, okay. and I really like that film. Here's your next one. See what you make of this. Numero uno three. Here's your Fab Five member as well. It's Donald Duck. <gasps> now, Donald Duck, wow. he is... I've given you prestige. The one with the like most say, incredible speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the angle I was going for. But now Never wears pants. <laughs> <laughs> Again, now that you bring it up, something to work on. Big nose. So he's... Look, he's up there. He's a Disney legend. He is. He's alongside Mickey the Mouse. Yeah. Um, as you Often know, heralded. Yeah, exactly. Donald is um, someone for whom events, someone to whom events happen. He's not always the manipulator of his own destiny and not always does fate adhere to his design. But very seldom does Donald not make the best out of it. He can be in the midst of trying to perform Cinemagique the show in Disneyland Paris that's recently gone. Mm-hmm. That I think he was in, but I might be confusing it with PhilharMagic, where he's trying to like control all these instruments with the sorcerer's hat. He's not very good at it, fundamentally, but... I can't play instruments either, so... <clears throat> no, that was a big one for me, yeah. yeah. I thought, which, <laughs> of, these, which of these creatures is the freakiest <laughs> on the guitar with his fins? No, ducks don't have those. Wings. Bird arms, yeah. Barms. Um, yeah, he's someone who... There's a certain chaos around him, but he's kind of flying through it. I don't believe he can fly, or at least I've never seen it, apart from out of a cannon, which he does at the end of Fellow Magic, into the wall behind you. And I see that very much as your role in life. Thoughts? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give as few as I can. <laughs> but I've always found Donald, if somewhat sulky, to be uh, generally... Hi. Sexy, <laughs> uh, no, generally lovable. Yeah, he is. Um, and, Everyone likes and well-meaning. Him. So yeah, I'll take it. Although yeah. I do have to say, and I mean, this may be sacrilege in front of you, that I consider Daffy Duck the superior, the duck. superior duck to mm, Donald. Okay. Uh, I think I think I, I think I relate more to Daffy Duck as well because he's but maybe a miserable. And get this, maybe Donald does as well. And that's yeah, where I've that could it be it. I'm gonna. Spice things up. Uh-huh. I've got a human. Oh, uh, okay. So that's now, already a, t- a tip. <clears throat> now, this person, they like things um, how they like things. Okay. And that, I feel, is really the core of why I chose this character. There were a few Disney characters on the line there. Uh-huh. Um, they like to have a song. Yeah. But they like their song to be right. Yeah. You know, that's n- none of this fucking about. If they're going to get involved... It's got to be right. Um, <clears throat> they've got principles. Uh-huh. They like to stick to these principles. But at the same time, they're ultimately very willing to learn. Okay. 
And sometimes, you know, it might take a while. It's not always an overnight process. Mm. But at the end of the day, they'll be there. Okay. And it's Mr. Banks. Oh, Mr. <laughs> Banks. God, he loved that bank, didn't he, that he worked? He, oh, no, he kind of didn't. He was actually very unhappy. He, Yeah, well, you see, he, he, he worked there. Partly, probably sort of nominative he was, determinism. He was doing it for the kids. Exactly. It's like that do it for her Simpsons mm. thing. He, he did join in on that Fidelity Fiduciary song. Yes, but I think that was just because Railways was, Through Africa. just because of You're, the music. How do you feel about that kind of colonial Railways Through Africa? element? Oh, well, I guess it's not aged well. What about his anti-suffrage no, <laughs> stuff? That's where I jump in. <laughs> Banksy. Old it chap. was grand to be an Englishman in 1910. Yeah, it was. It really was. King Edward was on the throne. It's it was the, the age, age of men. men. No, not women, just men. Just men. And that was a simpler time. Are you... Well, you know, because he's the lord of God, his I castle. I was joking, okay. He's the lord of his castle. Yeah. The sovereign, the liege. Yeah. And you see me as lieutenant. Well, you, well you're lieutenant. Oh, God, it is the same. And our neighbour, Fulcrum, lives on a big boat thing. Oh, yeah, and he's Won't always firing, firing that cannon. God, it's helpful to when you need to know the time, though. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think Mr. Banks, have you seen Saving Mr. Banks? Yes. I like that film. It's kind of saccharine, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. I think he's got a depth to him. The main thing that I liked about Saving Mr. Banks is knowing how much uh, P.L. Travers probably would have hated it. Yeah. Wow, that clip at the end of her. Where she's you watch that whole film, you're like, she can't be that crone. dreadful. And then, Turns out she was worse. Yeah, they've dialed it back. <laughs> she was just like objecting to every possible thing. Like, oh, you can't have that chair. Come on, PL. If that is even your name. Dreadful idiot. Okay, I'll take it. Here's your last one. Okay. I think you're going to like it. Now, partly I've brought this up so we can explain something that I think needs to be thrown out into the world to see if people are able to latch onto it at all. Okay. But also, I've chosen this guy for... That sounds like... <clears throat> what the Unabomber thought of his own manifesto. <laughs> I'm going to send it out. See, just send your feedback. Tassetshame.unabomb. Um, this guy, he is, he's got an authority about him. Something of a kind of de facto authority. Where what about people... the fact, sorry, just cutting in again, that the Unabomber himself will have had a postman. What about it? Well, because that was his thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Sent bombs through the post. Uh-huh. And if you were the Unabomber's postman, you feel like you were kind of, giving him more than he deserved. Yeah, that's true, actually. You'd want to pay extra. You want to yeah. be paid extra. Do you think he that. hated his postman? I think he always said second class. <laughs> Never tipped at Christmas. <laughs> Not a chance. So this guy has, like I say, a kind of latent de facto authority. Okay. He's, he's got presence, shall we say. Um, he has a if friendly... it's Monstro the way Friendly way of swallowing characters, <laughs> sneezing them back dogs. out again. Um, yeah, he's got a he's a charmer when he needs to be. He can turn it on. However, alongside that, there's a capacity for what I'm going to call extreme opportunism. He is someone who, if he sees a chance, even you know, it doesn't. There's a moral dubiousness here. He's not going to hold back. Okay. He's willing, I guess, to do what it takes in his own worldview. It's just that for some of us, that wouldn't necessarily align. It's Henry J. Waternoose from Monsters Inc. <laughs> I knew Waternoose was going to come up. I mean, he had to, didn't he? Yeah. What do you think? Um, I would like to think, because the thrust of most of the 
villainous characters that we've chosen. Uh-huh. Well, while that I chose for myself, yeah, um, or that you chose for me, yeah, um, you know, the thrust has been that there was, you know, at heart a kind of well-meaning element there. But Waternitz is just a bit of a dick. But he's powering a whole city. Yeah, but he probably knows that he could do it better. But maybe, like, we never get to delve into the full you economic know, ideologies. Exactly. And I think Waternitz is a pragmatist. Yeah. And you know, the ideology of, of Sully and Mike here being, let's not just scare kids all the time for the rest of time. Yeah. It's clashed in a big way with his. He needs to like they're being depended on by millions of monsters across. I the, suppose across um, Monstropolis. What I what I object to is that he has an unwillingness to see another point of view. He doesn't ever kind of listen to the fact that we could not steal this small girl from her home and scare the shit out of her. <laughs> Which is something that you're strap her into a, an absolute with. scream hose. Yeah. Um, or scream Hoover. Yes, that's more accurate. A scream um, Dyson. Um, but I suppose you're right. Does have that kind of authority. He's got a sense of uh, pride, <coughs> I think loyalty, loyalty to the company and to some and to his friends and to his his legacy. Yeah, exactly. He's part of something bigger than himself, which is yeah the upkeep of a scream factory. But he is ultimately i think oh, a slave to capitalism and also a spider crab yeah thing. now what about when he runs up that wall now is that something you, you know the only way that could be perhaps more horrid <laughs> is if if now just go with me here guys <laughs> if you were to swap if you just reach in with a big hand and pluck him out of that film and at the same time maybe with your other hand you're non-dominant you're non-dom we call them you reach into oh, i don't know Othello, The Matrix, any of the three matrixes, matrices, as I believe they <laughs> like the to be plural, known. Yeah. And you plucked out Lawrence Fishburne. Now, you're going to swap them very quickly and without thinking too much about the consequences and then press play. And all of a sudden, <coughs> you've got Morpheus or, you know, any... Indeed, every single Lawrence Fishburne character. The pure Fishburne element. <coughs> and now he's pursuing Sully and Mike and he's running up the side of that wall. How do you feel? What do you think is the most horrid film then? The Matrix with Henry Waternoose in it or Monsters Inc. with Lawrence? Yeah. Well, I think there would be, I think it would be so hideous to see one live action character in a purely Especially running film. up that wall. Especially. And with Lawrence's uh, physicality, mm. I think it would be quite frightening because we saw that fight in Hannibal and well, the man can move he's packed some bulk behind him but what about uh if we think of um that horrible octopus spider crab man oh yeah um as lawrence fishburne in apocalypse now using that machine gun to kill a boat full of peasants now you'd really wonder what they were trying to say about it yeah what were they warning us about the answer is aliens <laughs> any way you swing it I think that was a very different vibe really that's at the heart of all Francis Ford Coppola movies yeah, the Godfather was, was just one big alien warning mm. that's why his voice was so funny because he was probably being translated really by fucking odd. all kinds of alien technology I yeah so. I think we've uncovered a lot there. Well, yeah, I I mean, I'd rather not be Waternoose. You can't always choose. But, yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, now, your last one uh-huh. is from a film that you yourself uh-huh. picked. Okay. It is Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Now, this character, like many of the characters in Alice, Alice in Wonderland, it's is... Fucking mental. 
Yes. <laughs> like, so already there's a... Really odd. Right. Um, hmm. Enigmatic. Okay, I can appreciate an enigmatic character. Um, here and there. Yeah, what, so kind of uh, flaky? Um, or just not, like drops um, in Well, out. I suppose a little bit. Does it, is it like... Because you are keeps, a bit flaky Keeps sometimes. their own... You do hours. sometimes just decide you're not going to shit. Not... You are. You do sometimes just decide you're not going to stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah. It made it sound like... Not, a sometimes you decide, I'm just not... <laughs> I refuse. I won't be a slave to my biology anymore. <laughs> um, no, you refuse to go to like... Events yeah. or parties or things sometimes on a whim. But um, it's not if it's been one of those days. It's no, well, it's not life. with this character either. So you're saying that it's a character that keeps their own inscrutable timings and you can't yes. really tell what they're up to. Um, they ha- are someone that people go to okay. for advice and you'd probably trust it. But at but. the same time, you're always slightly suspicious that it was bullshit or that it may actually have been um, more in their favour than yours. A maybe. trick. Yeah. Or a, a joke. Bit of a trick. Because you do, you're a bit of a prankster. You like, yeah, you like to be in that. control, but behind the scenes. Yes. And it is, of course, the Cheshire Cat. Oh, I love that pink lad. <laughs> That's good. And With I do love cats as well. Exactly. And I was born in Cheshire. Wow, you're a Cheshire Fuck. Catman. Oh, I am. Okay, I'm 100% on board. You're on board? To say that. Just <laughs> very good and accurate. I love the way he appears. And he loves the moon. He appears teeth first. Uh, which is what I always try to do when I enter a room. <laughs> Launches his jaw straight in. Really causes some neck ache. It's how he knocks. And let me tell you, there's no more frightening sound. <laughs> than the scraping of molars. On hardwood door. Mm. I think this has been a very productive exercise. I think I've granted you and the listeners a window into both of us. How right. do you feel you've done? Yeah, I, I feel as though I've perhaps tried a bit harder than you. <laughs> I, I had a bit more time, you know. Yeah, that's mine were a bit more accurate. Well, um, you know, yours. That's... You know, you played for laughs for cheap laughs, Ooh. but you know that. I think That's if you, you can't see the Henry J. Waterloo <laughs> in you, then that only goes to solidify my point. Well, excuse me while I scuttle out. <laughs> <laughs> Up the wall he's gone. I think we should get out and maybe delay yeah. <laughs> last week in shame. Another week. <laughs> so it's three weeks ago yeah. in shame. Because, you know, we never said it would be timely shame. No. Although I suppose the title of the original feature did imply is, that. There is a sort of inherent temporality yeah. to it, but I suppose that's something that, here, that's a shame we're willing to play with. We will. If there's something there, we'll we'll manipulate it into our own frequency. All right. Yeah. Why yeah, not? Go for it. It's the end of the show, isn't it? And yeah. we like to end the show, that's a shame, with some ways to involve yourself because this is a dialogue. Don't think we do that on the Wednesdays anymore, do we? I think we, we should. Now. You think we should? I think after that, people are going to be gagging to provide feedback on just how Waterloo-esque you are and all sorts of other adjacent what absolute things. great guy oh, you are wow definitely anything that thanks <laughs> you don't get to edit I'm that I'm going to don't you dare certainly if people have. want to get in touch uh-huh. then they may email tas t-a-s at shame.city or alternatively they can go to the website shame.city and then after shame.city you put a little slash yeah then you type c-o-n-t-a-c-t oh contact Shame.city slash contact. For the super cons, isn't it? Contact. Yep. And it will just slide straight in. Slither yeah. in like Car the Snake, another one I considered for you. Good choice. Um, hypnotic. Yep. But uh, 
creepy little slave. But ultimately a betrayer of <laughs> principles. Yeah. Um, hat. But nice eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, you can find us on Twitter. I suppose we should probably post some of these Disney 4s. Yeah, we should on do. The I'm going to find the four most horrific versions of all this character. <laughs> it's going to be like, like Henry like those in a freeze frame. Or those uh, like artists who do Pokemon, but as actual monsters. I'm going to find some of those. Let's not call them artists. Call them what they are. War criminals. There's a reason it's called deviant art. But I think it speaks for itself. Well, it should be right up your street, Peter. Absolutely not. Yes, so you can find the show on Twitter at That's a Shamecast. I think we should post as well Uh um, what we decided we've decided to leave out, which was our worst four. Oh yeah. What's the uh, what's what would be the worst person? The worst person alive, what four would they have? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we'll pop some of those up uh, either on at That's a Shame cast for the show or yeah. at D.E. Delane for myself, at Isaac B.D. for Isaac. Yeah. You can find us on Patreon if you have a couple of dollars to spare. We've been oh, yeah. putting out material on we there. We have. You're getting Putting stuff out. Imagine that. For getting your dollars worth. 50 cents an episode, you get to unlock the quick fire shames, which you'll already have, what, 10 of them there already? Yeah, at least. Maybe yeah, I think 11. And another three coming this month. That's each and every month, <coughs> henceforward. That will be at patreon.com slash shame city. And your support is much appreciated. Of course it is. We had a review last month. Last year. Which meant that Isaac didn't have to read out the previous one. Mm-hmm. But now we've got a new threat. We'll be reading out Ollie's one. Yeah, over and over and over again. So if you would like to prevent that, leave us a review this July. Yes. Shame.city slash review or reviews. Yeah. We're calling it Say Hi July. And between hi and July, it's brackets in a review. Okay, yeah. Say hi in a review July. Yeah. That's how you can it's, remember The it. inner review is silent, but yeah. definitely important. Very, very crucial. Subliminal, I suppose, is how we'd say. I'd hope so. Um, and of course, as ever, you can wa-me-bomb. Do it. Word you'll, of you'll mouth get on it. is best of mouth. It certainly is. In the meantime, mm. until Sunday's episode. Until then, I've been Isaac. You've been I've Henry been. J. <laughs> Henry J. Delane. We'll see you very, very soon. Goodbye. Goodbye, guys! <laughs> Look for the bare necessities Simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strides I'm in the bare necessities Oh, Mother Nature's recipes That bring the bare necessities of life Wherever I wander Wherever I roam I could be fonder Of my big home The bees are Some honey just for me The bare necessities of life Will come to you
necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities, old Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander. Necessities of life will come to you. 